Amy's home, the worst <laughs> massage ever, and our newest segment, What Hurts? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Bokeer Tov, Amy. How are you? Welcome home. Bienvenido. How are you? I'm still high. I'm are still you? high on life. I'm still high on transformation. I'm still high on love. I'm still high on cellular rebirth. You know how it is, man. You know how it is. I you do. do one of these deep dives into the other universe and you don't come back the same. So that's it. That's what's going on. Dear That's listener, the other universe is actually the trip that I took very differently. But the trip that I took last month to visit our friend turning 50 actually occurred for Amy this month as she did actually turn 50 and she was there for it. So Ha-ha! Amy got to spend a little time on the left coast, the weed coast, if you will. Um, and she had some exciting adventures that I'm hoping she shares at least one with us. So we had totally different trips, you and I. We appear to have gone to completely different cities. We met totally different friends. We did actually go to different cities. We went from her home in Portland to her other home in Bend, which is three and a half, four hours away, through and across a mountain into another mountain is how it goes. And this is one of these things where you're twisting and circling the mountain like nature itself. So you're clinging to the side of the mountain, nearly dying. I mean, on the side of this mountain is the original hotel where they shot the exterior scenes of The Shining. So if if that puts into perspective how much snow we're talking about, and it looked like that. I have photographs of the snow up over the roof and thinking, we're going to die coming down the mountain. And so when we came down the mountain, we actually were going to die because it wasn't snowing. Then it started snowing while we were on the mountain. This is our route. This is our travel route. This is not our destination. Started snowing. Someone got stuck up ahead of us. We stopped. We were stuck on the mountain while it's snowing for an hour, not moving. Sitting, sitting idle in the, in the, it's snowing, actively snowing, snowed 10 inches in an hour. And then within, fortunately we got moving again, got off the mountain. After we got off the mountain, it snowed an additional 20 inches. So it was 30 inches of snow. But I heard that, I know you know this, Sarah and I are in touch every eight minutes. And the eight minutes that we weren't in touch is because the rest of our friends were out there with her. They closed the road after you got through. So yeah, if yeah, you were sitting there like, any longer, that's yeah. it, man. That would have been it. You would have been on. We live here it was, now. It was, really super, it was really super dangerous. And that was part of Shimmer Sarah as well because she was so like, at why did you make me wait at this intersection irritated? Like that's this was the kind of thing like we're going to miss our dinner reservation. That's the level of irritation she was having at this moment when we could run out of gas. We could be stranded on the mountain. We could die. But the plow was not helpful. Yes, ma'am. Can I ask you a question? I had similar circumstances when I was there with her. Oh, we haven't seen snow like this since. Great, great, great. Her clear headed calmness is the only thing that kept me from shitting my pants. Right. Yep. You just said this. She had the level of uh, alert 
fear, anger, disruption in her day that you would have if you and I missed a dinner reservation. They she were out is of so egg zen. everything bagels. Like that's the level of fatutstedness. Yes. <laughs> for that it looked like for her, but it wasn't. And if it wasn't for her and her exceptional ability to I got this, the situation, I would have shit my pants probably over 11 times when I was out there. And listening to the stories that I heard from her side, I thought, all right, diapers. I need diapers to go visit her. She has a le- – is it because her blood oxygen level is 79% THC? Like, is that the reason – that she is so... To jump in. That's the other reason that I felt like we went to two fundamentally different places. When we arrived in Portland, it was not the snow of the century, which is what you experienced. Mm-hmm. When we arrived in Portland, it was so beautiful. I was sad to go to Bend, which is the most beautiful place in the world. So I was. it was stunningly sunny and vibrant and crystal clear everywhere. It smelled of nothing but coffee. There was no weed smell, despite you're you're marinating. There's there are three back to back to back weed stores on every block. Many of them are neighbors right next to each other. So it's like you don't like this. I mean, it's like we have churches here in the south. There's a weed store on every corner. Coffee places in I guess New York, right? So I'm saying they're just everywhere. But I didn't smell it. Oh my god. I don't know, man. She was so chill and vibey and awesome but it's really fun when the only thing you're doing is hanging around with your friends and you don't have to do anything and so she was our host but also she didn't have to host because nature was our host it was amazing it was it was just I didn't expect as much out of that state as I got out of that state she's got this joke if you don't like the weather in Oregon wait 15 minutes she's not kidding we have seen every (laughs) we had snow we had hail we had blazing hot sun we had, you know, tornadic activity. We had desert. We had mountains. We had river. We had, it was just, it's nuts. They don't know what they've, they're crazy. They're nuts. They're truly crazy. Well, and this should sum it all up for you. In one of our, in one of our walk arounds in downtown Portland, I, we were just stumbling around and headed somewhere and we happened to walk past Voodoo Donuts, which is the kind of thing that you go to Portland to visit, Right. It is that much of an attraction. And I saw in the window and I wasn't going to get a donut, but they had some socks. And I thought, those socks look good. And everybody's like, yeah, that's cool. But there's no way. There's no way. And I'm like, I'm going in. So I walked up to the front door and I pulled it. And the security guard looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And I looked at him. And then I looked looked to my left (laughs) and there was a line of people a block and a half long outside behind a rope. And I went, oh, and I said, I'm so sorry. I didn't see the line. And then I got off the stoop and I came down. And the reason I tell that story, we kept walking. I didn't get the socks. I didn't worry about it. Guess how many people said a word to me when this happened? How many? Zero. That's Portland. I cut in front of a million people and physically jingled the door to get it open and was blocked by a security guy whose shirt said security. He said nothing to me. They said nothing to me. I was not hit with a rock. I did not get a get the fuck out of here. I did not get Snickers. I did not get people photographing me. This is not a city. These people are chill. These people are so relaxed. Yeah, that wouldn't happen anything. in New York. If wouldn't you went anywhere. to cut a line in New York. I'd be on the news. You'd be dead. You'd be bleeding out somewhere. I mean, I don't know how many good Samaritans are left. It wouldn't in the city. even make the news. That's how non noteworthy it would be that I would be stabbed to death through the carotid, trying to get a pair of socks by cutting in line. It wouldn't, it's not even newsworthy. It's so common. 
right? So that's what I'm getting at. It was this weird, whatever you, whatever you're doing is great, man. Like it was very hippie vibey. And that's how it felt on the mountain when we rode with dogs and the guy who was the musher for the dog sledding that we did, which was crazy. It's so great. Very fun. Amy's going to post a couple of pictures on Brill Up Squad. So if you are not a member, find it on Facebook, Brilliant Observations. Join our group, Brill Up Squad. She will show you some of the mushy dogs and show you some of her trip. And I've seen a preview because I know Amy and I know 10,000 pictures isn't what she takes on five days. It's 100,000 pictures. So even though I've only seen 10,000, I know there's it, more. I don't think, I've stopped counting. I think it's not 1,000 this time. I think it's not. I'll put it to you like this. That's because well, you were having fun and didn't take pictures. I super didn't. I'm still in Portland. I'm still in Bend. So I'm, my, I, physically I'm still there. The fact that nobody understands what you've been through. Like you, <laughs> you. I mean, my last harrowing story was just even getting home. And I heard that our friend Crit had an even equal, if not slightly worse story than mine, where her flight was canceled and had to have another flight somewhere and somebody come pick her up. Like, it's a fucking mess. It's a fucking mess, for sure. I can't anticipate going out there. I need a year. So she's going to have to come to this coast a couple of times. And going out there is so much better than being here nonetheless oh my god it was such trauma the whole community thing you had no issues I I had no issues beyond the choices I made prior to get terrible flights so it's a it's a costly trip and one of the ways that you can mitigate that cost is to fly at night which is what I did as you're talking I'm wondering what percentage of your blood is THC It was so great. It was just very relaxing. Not that it's legal, but did you bring anything home with you? I super didn't. Hey, I'm just curious. What edible did you like most? It was, there was a super, it was a super dumb one. It's, uh, it's, uh, two and a half. You know how I was taking tens when we were out in Arizona? Are you talking milligrams, two and a half? It was a combination of, you know, THC, CBD, like something else. It was like all the things ABC, together. Boys BBD, to men. Like we were the singing East about. The family. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the West Coast family. Here goes Amy back again. Doing a little. Getting another 2.5 chew. Yeah, I was doing a lot of the, I was doing a lot. So um, it was peach and it was a gummy, like a flat gummy. And you just chew it up and then all of a sudden, it's okay that there's 10 inches of snow. <laughs> It was super fun. It was super fun. It is fun. I'm still up in it. I'm still a little draggy, but also very excited and exciting. All those Speaking things. of excited and exciting, I would like you to give us the final word on college updates as we move into April. That is part of what is so transformative about this trip. I started out this year by saying it's a reset year, right? And in many ways, I am stumbling over the reset. That all of my efforts to reset things, it's like you keep trying to pull the string and the, and the lawnmower is not starting. So right before I left, I received news, my son received news that his deferred application to Elon has changed into an accepted student at Elon. So he is now going to his number one first choice school Yay! with his friend who was in the same program and they're tearing it up. And they're super, so that was like crazy. Then I get on a plane, I go out there and my other son, who had been waiting for acceptance into a specialized program at his college where he already is, and he had been fighting to get into it because it's not automatic by any stretch, um, and he had to peti- petition to get in it. He got in, so I got that Yay. news while I was out there. So everybody is having this crazy, like, 
oh, all the gears are clicking into place. And then I, so that just felt so fucking great and uplifting, but also a little scary because it's like, you know, you remember that TV commercial where the guy's like, you got into Ivy League, you're going to Princeton. And the dad's going, that's great. And he's walking around, putting a for sale sign on the house. And he goes, that's wonderful. Princeton's wonderful. And he's like, you know, tearing his shirt. So, I mean, yeah, it's great for the kids. It's great for our family. They're all going and doing what they need, but things are going to change. So, so all of that, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, come home. And the little one is asking, I love that he's six foot one. I call him the little one. The little one is like, can I buy this shirt? Can I buy this hoodie? I've been waiting to see for you to get home so I can present you this list of shit I want to buy. And I'm like, just no, get out. And that's dumb. And you're not doing this. And um, he was getting so angry. I have a quote from him. Because afterward he goes, God, it's all gone, it's all gone downhill since people have started to move out. It's only gone downhill since people have started to move out. First of all, only one person moved out of your house. You have somebody accepted and will be going in the fall. Your major hardship is that this ugly, overpriced, idiotic sweater that you want to buy when it's 71 degrees outside. No, that I'm not going to let you spend, air quotes, your own money, all of it, on this idiotic purchase. You got that right. So anyway, it was... It's just, I'm up in it. You'll tell me later what the name brand is on that? Oh, so I, c- I would never remember. It's oh, like, I'm blah, so blah, blah, blah. It's super boutique and he loves all this urban streetwear artist. He loves the kind of clothing that you have to stock for a month in advance. For a drop. And, yeah. then, and then when it drops, it's gone in like two and a half minutes. In, fa- in absolute accuracy my two kids and a half have minutes. that too i was just wondering so which one of those um which one of those companies had they're all smart. names that aren't names and i'm if i can't even make it up right now to tell you but i mean that some of the stuff looks really cool this one did not so we've, <laughs> we've let him we've let him get some stuff that actually looked kind of cool so because at least if nothing else you're like okay i could see that but this is like ugly stupid overpriced and used like it was no what are you doing no you're not doing that so he's quite angry with us. And I don't care. Yeah. And that is how we parent, dear listener. <laughs> My husband, too, was actually in North Carolina on a on a trip while you were not in North Carolina. I saw and that. I wondered what might happen. Yeah, he's he was actually pretty busy with this retreat he went on, this meeting, this big meeting. And I said, are you going to? He's like, Melissa. I'm going to a meeting. But after that, like you have to eat. Melissa, they're giving us food. Melissa, like stop saying my name. Let's start there because it's only making me angry that everything that follows it makes me want to stab you in the the face. The meeting is usually like what the the, the, before the meeting is the meeting. The dinner is the meeting. Like they're all meeting. doesn't matter which it's it's very hard to get away from those things. But yes, he was an hour away. Yeah. But then I see that my daughter's like, oh, you went to Duke? That's what I asked you 11 times when you just kept saying, Melissa, while he was gone. And, you know, I think part of you exhales when you either become B. Fry St. Anne's best friends with a, a physician that you love or you marry one. In his absence, I broke everything on my body. Everything on my body broke. And he calls me like, how are you? No, I lied. He literally never called the whole time he was away. He texted once or twice and said, how are you? And I was like, "Mm." if I were to answer, my thumbs would cry. So I'm not answering this question. But I'll tell you what we had for dinner. My daughter is currently home on spring break. So my life is has never been better. And 
Over the course of the five days he was gone, I developed a Bartholin cyst. Of course you did. Yep. That's um, right. mm-hmm. I developed a sketchy thing under my foot that needed to be uh, excised. I have a knee on fire. And as you all well know, my back is degeneratively falling apart due to arthritis and stupidity and just sheer weakness of humanity. So here I am and I hear the question, how are you? And I, the only thing I can muster is fine. So I freak out that everything has cyst lumped up under my foot inside my vulva. Like every single part of my body is throbbing in the worst way. So I came to the conclusion that it can't just be me. There really is everybody our age that doesn't live in THC town has a little something, actually those two, that fucking hurts either chronically or get it chronic, get it chronically or just spur whatever it is. My new question for you and for those I meet on the day to day is, hi, it's so good to see you. What hurts? <laughs> Must lead to some delightful conversations. I'm what, certain. What what hurts today? I did not sit on a sled pulled by seven dogs who desperately the only reason they stop is at the end that's well, the reason well, i'm not a little gal let's everybody's already established this who's ever heard the sound of my voice and you are too in a a sled that has some canvas sides on it so it's you can picture that there's metal treads underneath akin to skis you're on top of those in a kind of a canvas chute and then behind you is a standing up full-ass grown man who is in charge of hup, 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 and he uses his body to steer the sled, right. right? So his at some points, he's holding on with one hand, and then hips and legs and everything are out at catamaran style, right? So he's dangling because we're on a mountain, and it's on a trail designed for this, so we're not going to encounter any skiers or anything like this, meaning they know that we're the only ones out there, and they time when you go out there so you don't encounter other dog sleds. But each of these dogs, they have such a big enough operation that one set of dogs runs once a day, and that's it. So the, our run the was their run. The dogs know the way to follow the sleigh. Yes. Into yes. the deadly badlands. So we were going around, <laughs> and they start at the top of this hill, and you think, why are we starting at the top? It seems like the, And then <laughs> you're all of a sudden you're slaloming, and you're like, oh, okay, uh, yeah, I'm going to hang on, hang on, hang on. And you're getting pelted with snow and all the rest of it. The dogs are so joyous and they weren't as insane as I thought they would be and they stop them every so often they force them to stop where they so they can hang out and they they'll hang out for maybe 30 seconds and then they start literally jumping they are all harnessed together and they after a certain point they're like that's it okay I've got my thanks we took a break can we go we go we go I want to go I want to go and then they and they take off again and give you a little whiplash when they get started and around and around and around you go and up and down and around the thing. It's very, I mean, just to give you a visual, it's very Santa sleigh-like, right? You're getting jacked your shit around by this train of wild animals who are fucking ready to go. So it was delightful. Here I was on this the most coast, comfortable ever. Yeah. Here on this coast, we're hitting 60, 70 degrees. And yep, that's exactly what you were doing. It super After- got kind of cold. And I was dressed for it, but it was still, it actually was colder than I thought it would be. It's pretty cold. After your trip, Amy, what hurts? <laughs> well, nothing, because we also did. Oh, I'm so jealous. We also did the super hot. 
um, coldy, hotty, coldy, hotty, coldy business where you walk butt acne into the river. Of course, we were wearing bathing suits. But you have to walk into the river and then you jump into a portable sauna and you stay in there. And it was a really hot sauna. It was not, I'm not used to them being 200 degrees. I don't know what they're supposed to be. But this one was either 200 or over 200. It was very hundredy. It's very hot. So we were in there and then you step out and it's, you know, I think it was 38 degrees outside. Then you take your clothes off and walk into the water in the river. And then you come back wet, no clothes, and then get back in the sauna. And you do that back and forth for an hour. I actually I actually loved it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds great. I would, I would love to do that super, here. Super great. The only bad part is that I think the guy was who was in charge of it was listening to us through the thing, which I didn't necessarily love. But I also don't care. So there you have that part. We're very fun. Everything we say is great. Super fun. I'm just jealous that nothing hurts you. Well, that's I'm, a good therapy for you. What I mean, honestly, you know, it was it was very physical. There was a lot of walking that around. That doesn't exist here. That do, none of that exists here. So my therapies are, I will be going to an orthopedist so he can check out my knee and see what's wrong with my knee, and a separate orthopedist who, hopefully, somebody else in the practice uh, who can check out my back, but. I've realized I'm not alone. I am a little surprised that you got nothing that hurts. So that's amazing. I don't, I don't have anything that hurts crazy. Normally the stuff that hurt. And I also was um, because I was not fully acclimated to the time change. I was getting up at 530 every morning just because that's when my body was waking up. And so no. So I would just get up and, and then I spent, you know, 30 to 40 minutes stretching and did some journaling. And it, it, when you're alone on a trip like this. Meaning I'm not I'm not with my beloved in home people. I'm with my my portable my portable beloveds, right? So yeah. and if they're not awake, so you're just it's I'm just caring for myself. I'm not I'm not supervising or managing anybody else but myself. And that level of mental freedom lightens the body and loosens the body. So yeah, is it stiff to sit in an airplane and sit in cars and sit in weird Yeah, absolutely. But I haven't, I don't think I've seized up from that yet. I tried a little self-care while you were gone and I went to get a massage. How was that? Oh, horrible. What? I love massage. I've got one on Wednesday. What happened? Take a drink and take a listen. Have you ever been buried up to your neck in sand? Yes. And then... 15 eight-year-olds decide to play a pickup soccer game on the sand right around your head when what you are buried to your up to your ears in sand. No, you got me there. I sat down for a 90-minute, lay down, for a 90-minute massage. As you should, as you do. With a woman who then proceeded to tell me about her very well-believed conspiracy theory. Oh, 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 where's that button? Violation. That's not okay. No, this is a silent rub. Quiet. What the fuck? I did not click the silent rub because I thought <sighs> when she handed me the, the clipboard, I thought, that's rude. I'm telling her to shut up. She's the one giving me a massage. I can't say that. She spent 60 of the 90 minutes Telling me how everybody in hollow in Hollywood eats babies. <laughs> Nobody there eats pizza. When they talk about pizza with toppings, that's code for different types of and ages of children that they will be eating. And 
I'm, I have this like zero tolerance for stupidity. I can't move. I'm naked on a table. I'm, it's making me angry. So my natural temperature is rising. I'm on a heated table. I'm now sweating because so much stupidity is coming out of her mouth. I, I thought I was either going to kill someone or die. She said, it started when she's talking about Beyonce, right? She said, yeah, I mean, even- I, I got to interrupt you. I got to stop this roll right now. Just, I want you to take a moment, step off the highway for a second over onto the side and just say that while you were getting a massage, after seeing your naked body, the first thing that your masseuse thought yeah. to talk about was Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's so flattering. she gave you a visual. <laughs> Your nudity inspired her to think of who is one of the most fit and powerful icons of successful womanhood that we have right now. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm beholding on my table. Okay, back on the highway. Conspiracy theorist. Pizzagate. Pizza equals children. All of Hollywood eating children. Then she said, Beyonce too. And here's like my my I'm offended by this or I can put you in category immediately when you say I've done research. Okay. Do you know what research means? Was there a control group? Like you do you went on a conspiracy theory rabbit hole YouTube videos Wednesday night because I don't have to work till noon on Thursday. You just you found like crackheads who all fed you the sustenance that you've been feeding on, not pizza, not children, conspiracy theories for the last seven hours that you've been doing this. I was so uncomfortable. I felt so violated. I enjoyed literally nothing. And I thought I was going to scream, cry. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew it made me know for sure. You know that fight, flight, or freeze? I do know about it. I do. I'm a freeze girl. And I didn't know that because I started with, oh, come on, you don't really believe that. And then I realized, starting shit while you're naked and somebody else has power over you on a what heated did, table. Did you actually say that? And what was her response? I said, you don't really believe that, do you? And she said, I absolutely why do. Would I, why would I dominate this entire session with it if I didn't believe it? It's a strange thing. Well, no, I said, you don't really believe that when she like, floated it the beginning of this because I wanted to put an end to it as soon as I could. Amy, there are so many people out there that believe to the to their core. Like I've seen all of the Jeff Klepper goes to a Trump rally and they say, oh, that's not really Trump. That's JFK Jr. He's not really dead. He's running the country, blah, blah, blah. Like I've seen idiots before. Mm-hmm. You've done your research. Um, no research. I've watched comedy shows. That's so, firsthand experience. Thanks. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've seen that anecdotally, but this is, these are the people I will never go back to this place ever again. No. And I'm and saying, I, is this a part of a chain? I feel like you need to get a it refund. It is a chain. So it you is. call them and you say, guys, I was so uncomfortable. I couldn't get out of this experience. You're going to refund my money. And I'm also never coming back. So you figure out how you want, how big you want this to be. This was a real problem. This is not okay. This is not, it doesn't I'm matter. uncomfortable just thinking about it's it It's not, even if I agreed with her, that level of conversation during that service is not appropriate anyway. It's not, you're not supposed to be talking. No one is supposed to be talking during this. I mean, 
instruction, communication about what's happening, right. about Too your body. Or, yes, right. Yeah. So beyond that, a little, a little chit chat, but even that, they intentionally want to shut it down and calm. It's meant to be a relaxing, non thought, non communicative. For me, it was meant to be that. But for her, she was like, oh, 90 minutes to tell somebody all of this shit that no, I've been you deep gotta diving. You've got for that shit. You well, so what? Does she lose her job? Because there is a box now that you check that says, yeah, I want a quiet. I didn't need quiet, but I absolutely did not want. Hillary and you Pizza shouldn't Gate have to check a box. What I'm saying is, you, I don't. I don't know want what, her to get fired. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I don't want you to have to pay for something that you didn't get. That's stupid. That is and, true. And frankly, you were physically incapable of handling it any other way. You were scared feel. to comment, right, yeah. for fear she would make it worse. You were in a compromised, vulnerable situation. It's not okay. It's super not okay. On any I did level. feel around for the button. I was just being, um, I was making myself laugh because she was making me so physically uncomfortable. Right. I was like, the exact opposite of the service. Wait a minute. For. Where is that button? On uh, my ear, my shoulders are in my ears now. Just telling you about it, like I'm so stressed. Like I have no neck left. I just want to. I was, was tell- horrible. I was telling somebody, and I don't, I don't remember if it was on pot or not. So if it is, just cut me off and cut this out. Mine has gotten my. Uh, masseuse that I now have a regular commitment with I was going to say relationship with but we don't she's gotten very handsy and it's and a couple it makes me really what does that mean it means that so I haven't said this on pod so no because I'm in I go every week and I truly treat and I go for 90 minutes and I treat it like therapy I because she is able to we're working on long-term things with my joints right and my um my muscles do the job that my joints should be doing so my muscles need a different and deeper level of attention. And she's it's like a physical therapy. She's doing that, right? And from week to week to week, her hands can figure out where things are based on, like, it'll be different this time because I've been on planes and what have you. Some of the things, so each time it gets a little bit more proactive, you could say aggressive. So she'll wrap the towel around me or wrap the blanket around me in such a way where she can then lift my leg up in the air, right? Yeah, yeah. But she's super thoughtful and firm about taking the sheet, wrap it around my knee, and yeah. then grab it from under my knee and pulling it so that the sheet itself wraps around my leg. Like, there's ways to do it, but it's still like, that's a pretty slick move, which even having a slick move kind of creeps me out. But also, everything is on the up and up, but it's still new, and it's like, okay, uh, okay, all right. And then so, she'll like twist my leg out and then my hip will relax in a way that it hadn't before. And I'm like, oh God, that's perfect. So that's not the part that's creepy. The part that's creepy is now that we're done and leaving, she walks me to the front and she puts her hands all over me. Oh, she puts oh. her hands all over me as we're walking to the front. She's like, you feel really good now. I feel like we're really getting it because she doesn't know the difference, right? She's, she's working. I'm a loaf of bread. Right. So she's, you know, you're feeling I'm making these motions with my hands like she's grabbing my shoulders, which she does. But it looks walking. like she's grabbing your tits with that. When I'm in the graphic. hallway, my shoulders are no longer bread. My shoulders are human shoulders. Right. And they no need biscuits to, here. It's I have not. It's like that whole stand up comic routine. You move the microphone stand and now I'm a stand up comic. And then when I replace the microphone, I'm a human that you don't know. And you don't get I'm to talk to me anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there there's something weird about the sanctity of that room that I feel this conversation violated for you yes in a way that they owe you a make good a make good 
Um, if I went to, it's a chain, it's a very popular chain and I think I would go to someplace else instead. I, I think the membership that we had was running out or I think really the way it worked was we had a membership and then COVID came. So we started banking and banking just like you did, right? For you have sure. a bank of, and then our credit card. Renewed it. Didn't renew Surprise! it. Surprise or whatever. And we had like eight things banked and we either had to use them immediately or rejoin with another credit card. So we've been using them and they kind of haven't caught up with us. And now that they have caught up with us and asked for a new credit card, I'm going to say, um, go fuck yourself because I can't. With I was that. super like, creeped out with your Fox commentary while I'm supposed to be in here getting a massage. That's what it was. I mean, every celebrity, I'm like, I, I have friends who live in L.A. who don't eat children or know from Pizzagate being code for ages and she said they have the um the manifests from all of the Epstein flights now Epstein is kind of a sticky wicket for most Jews um really when my, when my nana found out that son of Sam a very notorious murderer killer was Jewish she grabbed her heart and said why did he have to be Jewish like there are just things that if you found out that somebody, a horrible human, if you found out Hitler was a member of your church, you'd be like, oh, my God, yes. why are you? You've done uh, well, horrible I'm Italian, things. So, I mean, I feel like we we cracked that nut long time ago. We just. Uh, <laughs> well, there's that, too. There's just that. Whole, <laughs> we, we take we take it. We get the church. We got the, you know, Cosa Nostra. We got a few. We got a couple. You know, it's all right. Oh, you um, mean rug under the rug sweepers? I, I'm just I'm just trying to say. Um, you know, people come at us from time to time, sometimes deservedly so. So you right. just but does yeah. it sting a little more when you know it's a member of your tribe? Like uh, people I, I already, gotta, I hate, I hate Columbus. I, I hate that I have to hate him because we were uh, indoctrinated falsely with without accurate evidence, right? Into this, he's a hero. He venerable our- love of finally one of us did the right fucking thing. Let's hit it. Oh, man yeah he did what? that's he <laughs> killed, killed all he that brought what sure all right yep but right to, to ah, fuck you fucker you were but, lost I mean, okay. as i sat listening to the news <laughs> last night and they said anti-semitism is at a brand new high and i'm like yes. since the holocaust right since the holocaust say that, that. sounded so awful i have that. to clean that up <laughs> anti-semitism is at a brand new high and i was agreeing but it was like yes queen no it's not yes queen it's no so we that's don't kind of that. terrifying so when you bring up people like horrible humans like an epstein and you talk to me about who went on his plane and i'm like well they weren't you think they were all there to do i think you know, if Clinton was on that plane, he was on it because he this guy's fucking loaded. I don't care how he got his money. I'd like you to support this cause or whatever it is. Nonetheless, I already have stresses going on. I have I have my Nana's voice in my head rolling over in the grave when she hears, oh, please don't be Jew. Oh, he's a Jew. So that kind of thing going on. I Please don't this, be a Jew. That's what she would say. Like, oh, my God. God the only thing her. worse. The only thing worse than a serial than killer a criminal. is yeah. a Jewish criminal or serial killer. Come yes, on. that was her. And and I kind of agree. There's already enough negativity aimed at people who, and I turned to my husband last night. He's finally home from this break. And he says, I said to him, why? What did Jews ever do? Like all they do is mind their own fucking business. And I lost it. And I think I still have that massage under my skin. And I still have all of this stuff that I need to 
excise. No. Exorcist. No. I don't know the word, but I need to purge it in some way. All they do is mind their fucking business. That's I love that. Well, when it comes as far as religion goes, I think the, the, the most annoying thing about Judaism to other people is that they always ask why or ask questions. It's just the fabric of Judaism. The purpose is to ask why. Be annoying. If you don't understand something, why? Why is it like that? How come it's not like this? That's the whole basis for Judaism. Question it. Learn through questioning. It's what Plato said. We got one of those on our team. He's Martin Luther. He was very Yes, pissed. he's a yeah. philosophers also it's question question why ha, we're like an annoying 3-year-old. Oh, that's interesting. Why? Why is that the Mhm. Are you after us cuz we're annoying? Is that it? Um <laughs> then say that because I get it and we can relate. I had 3-year-olds at one point who asked questions all the time too and I said, "Ask your father." Look. I have, I have got, look, I'm looking. Tell me. When something horrible happens, it is only made worse in our community by it being, and it's not, it's not common. So when it does happen, we're all like, oh, kill two. Oh, that's terrible. Oh my God, he was Jewish. His fa- ready, it's ready, it's better. His father was Jewish, which means, and like all of a sudden. Do you get a pass? Do you get a pass? We don't own him. We're going by matrilineal descent. We that's do not right. claim that motherfucker. He did not have a bar mitzvah. Conversions don't count. Conversions don't count in this instance. Oh, no, I no. Think con- I think conversions count. If you're choosing to be a part of this tribe, I think, oh, yeah. Okay. I think that's all a- right. So anyway, I had a horrific, and I still have, I feel like I have PTSD from it. I had a terrible massage, and I walked out of there more tense than ever, and I need to know what I can do to make my body and self feel better hmm. without having a sauna and an ice bath right in front of me to go hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. What can I do in my day to day? And I don't think I'm the only one who needs like a plan to to do, I don't know, take away the day's filth. You come home from a really bad day <laughs> at work or or you rode to the take subway. take away the day's filth. All right. You relate. Right. You know it. All right. You relate and you know it. Dear listener, do you have something that you do that purges the day's filth from you? Aim. I do. I didn't think you were really legitimately asking. I am. I want to know. I am, first of all, amazed into this corner of your world. Didn't realize that we had this. I thought when you started riding that bike, yeah. your body became yours and and it did what you say and you walk around like Paul Bunyan, squash things with your giant beefy toes. Now that you're super Peloton, oh, thought you turned into that person. Do you know what a Bartholin cyst is? It's probably like a big lump under your skin body. Where? On your foot bone arch. It's inside, tucked in underneath labia. It's it's inside. A Bartholin cyst is is a pussy cyst. It's a pussy cyst. Yeah, that's. That's what up we're front call near the G on. spot, or is it like a labial cyst? Okay, you I, wanted to cyst it out, so no, no, no. I'm, let's I'm go, willing sweet to, sister. I'm willing to, f- I'm willing to flesh this out with you. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, dear listener. Do you hate us? Are you hitting? They skip, come skip, here skip right for. Now? They come here for the labial content. That's just that's the way. It I just is. want you to know that if you've had, if you've you know, just been washing and feeling uncomfortable and you get down there and you feel a golf ball where a golf ball doesn't belong. Is it on the lips? No. Behind, is it up in you? It's not deep up in you. It's it's kind of 
if you if you move everybody out of the way, it is topically outside-ish, but it gets big enough to be inside as well. So there are, they oftentimes, they resolve themselves. Does that stop it from hurting? No. Does that make it more possible to sit is this, down? Is this no. like a lip walnut? Because I get those from time to time. Is that what you're talking about? I'm, I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> I'm on a podcast. What's matter, man? You got it. That's not okay. That's <laughs> lip walnut. Lip. Fuck walnut. me now. She's gonna leave it. Lip Fuck. walnut. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? Okay. <laughs> um, do you mean not outside lip walnut, like inside lip walnut? I don't know what you mean by inside and outside. I, I mean, <laughs> lips are 100% on the outside. You have two layers of lips. All right, male listeners. Oh, thank you. No, I meant ins- I meant all of the lips are on the outside of your body. I didn't mean like the outer labia and the, the labia majora and the I labia love you so much. minora. I didn't think you were getting that, you know, like spelunking. Just Menor- it- the Hanukkah labia. Yes, thank labia you. menora. No, <laughs> I, I, my point to you is when I was saying inside, outside, I meant is the cyst internal inside your vaginal canal or is it atop your vulva that's really what i was trying to trying to sort out here and what you're trying to tell me is it's on this lip to the left to the left to the left all my sis to the left to the left <laughs> i don't even know what to say that i'm saying that it could start on wait a one. minute wait a minute all your medical knowledge come here check it Boop. next we, okay. we are now embedded um <laughs> It could start on the outside, but then get so big as a cyst, it is deep in Yeah, that's just a lip walnut. They come from time to time. They go away. Sometimes a little ice. Sometimes you think it's an ingrown hair. Why are you making such a face? Because <laughs> because walnut tells me that it's a, the right size, but... Yeah, it's almost like a golf ball, and it really hurts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You get those a lot of time from but sitting too long. That's not an ingrown hair. It could be a, a, an ingrown hair. That's so much smaller. This is... Walnut golf ball. This For is sure. like, yeah. So this happens to you. F- how frequently? I would say I've had this maybe five times, four or five times in, in your adult life. life. Yeah, yeah. Where I have something going on, and I think, what the fuck is this now? Right? <laughs> right? What hurts? <laughs> so then, so then you go for. I gotta be. Let's just break it down. I'm sorry. We're we're talking lips. So then you go for two days thinking. <laughs> what the fuck is this? You go for now? two days because I gotta don't want to get all the way the fuck something down there. Something else. So I'm like I'm like just you know we're gonna it's it's okay. I probably just I probably just had my underwear in the wrong position or something. It's a little irritating. We're gonna give it a day, right? You give it a day or maybe two, and then it's still there, and you're like, what the fuck? So then you gotta go look at the fucking thing. And it doesn't look like anything because you don't know what it is. But oh, you know it's there. It's it like one of them like underground. Something. No, it's like one of those underground zits. And then the next day, it's like, whoosh, it's like a fucking <laughs> okay, orange. Like, it's like a clementine in your pants. It's like, I'm not really sure how you got here. And then you think, overnight. what am I supposed to do with you now? Are you, at first, it's kind of strange and creepy because you're thinking, is this what herpes is? Did I get spontaneous that, herpes? I thought like, I don't know what it is. It's you a tumor. tumor? I got a tumor. I thought, what the fuck are you? And I don't know, uh, is it like an ingrown hair? Is it like a Way zit? Way too big I for thought it was like hair. a lip zit, and then I was saying, maybe it's like a frontal her, 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 her uh, what's the one where you get Hemorrhoid. Ass? I thought, is it a frontal, is it a <laughs> liproid? Like, what is it? All the things, right? And then Dr. Google told me, stick some ice in your pants and see how that works. So I try that stupid shit. Doesn't really 
make you much went of the a wrong you went so, the wrong temperature. And then for they that. said, "Get you a hot pad." That's Whoa, it. How? But then, and then all of a sudden, it'll either like get smaller or sometimes rupture and get smaller, like one or the other, right? But yeah, so I've had I've had that from time to time. But I've got a long life, so we'll say between three and five. Sure, I'll stick at five. Sure. Okay. I mean, I don't. How often I don't play play around down there. I got other people for that. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm wondering if it has happened more to me, but I have felt like something, something, and then needed deep dicking and been like, I'm going to need you to stop whatever is stopping with your stopper. Look, uh, it, I, I mean. What? It, I just, I, got, I went to a very place that I don't want to be. I'm just thinking, you have you have a medical man. And so is it like, this is sexy time. Oh, wait. And then he takes out that little circular eye thing he on the head visor he and then wants to like get it. tweezers and shit. And I'm like, stop it. He I would rather be ill be. than have you. Agree. Like, just as Drew Barrymore said in that movie, just shut up and lick. I don't want to hear I any talking about that. it. She's talking to Cameron Diaz, right? Does <laughs> right. he look at you from underneath the covers? How am I doing? How, how am I, I do- doing? Just shut up and lick. <laughs> that's that's all here over for TikTok affirmations. Right now. Get to work. Yeah, <laughs> that's all over TikTok right now. Um, he does not get to be Good. my doctor. There's no. no he no. does. Mm-mm. But I will tell you that cold does not work. I had one of these before, and I absolutely thought I was dying, and I went to see the doctor. The answer is a ridiculously hot, either a sitz bath, which I don't have one of those, uh, but you can take a washcloth. Just take a, take a bath bath. That you don't need to get all funny about ridiculously it. Ridiculously hot, and that will make the difference. They usually resolve themselves. Sometimes you have to go and see a physician, but I got... With the knee and the back and the foot, like really, just exactly what you said. What is this now? Like what? Yeah. Seriously, the the walnut. I do not need. I do not need something else wrong. And a friend's, my girlfriend's son <laughs> has been dating a girl for less than a year, and for her sure. mom came down with a horrible cancer that will take her out within this calendar year. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. Doing to hear. nothing could be two weeks from now. Doing everything could be six months from now. Uh, we don't know. Nobody knows anything when they type in whatever stage things. But I I hear that story, and then I have a walnut, and I think, are you? fucking kidding me and the husband's gone for five days doing work things so I don't begrudge him any of that and he's grateful I'm sure and lucky to not have been here when everything had a pulse in it on my body I'm like I can feel my pulse in I think you got your lip walnut from riding that bike see that's what I'm trying to say when you do that kind of stuff that's where this happens I think it got better from that I think sitting down on there might have I was waiting for my water to break. It was so big. I was like, you know what? We're going shopping. I took my kids shopping. I'm like, let's get you workout shorts and this and that. So we go and I'm like, okay, if my water breaks, look away. Well, the other thing. Just look away. The other thing here is you don't have a lot of room in there. Because remember you had to use that pediatric bunghole thing when you got your colonoscopy. That's a very different end than where this is. Oh man. I feel like your shit's all lapped up pretty tight. I hear you talk. I bet you it's I bet you it's very, very slim. So there's not a lot of room for a sudden expansion. Mistakes. Mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) The the old Clementine lip not working. I just I everything happened all at once. I was grateful he was not home because there's nothing he could have done that would have worked out for him. I would have yelled at him no matter what happened. And this way it was just the dogs and I. 
you know, Atta and then girl. the kid See, picked up the kid. you can handle anything. You can handle anything. I don't want to handle anything. You can delegate anything. <laughs> okay, that's that's so much better. You can supervise anything. Yep, very good. I, I, I would like to do that. I am being supervised now. Remember I told you I started volunteering for that rescue? I did hear it. I hope that it's actual volunteering and not rescuing them all into your own house. That's a different kind of rescue. I got so mad at one of my dogs this weekend that Uh-oh. I can't bring anyone else in to learn from his very bad behavior. Good, good. Hopefully so. they're helping you. Good. The universe is being protective. I love this. In I, the form of assholery from your current dogs. I called it douchebaggery, but I like yours better. We coined an excellent phrase. There's so many this weekend. And like I don't what? know. Well, I don't think that we coined it, but it was so apropos. I now own it. And that is the douche canoe. Because there are lots of people... Ooh, I got to get the fuck out of this douche canoe. And I'm like, I agree. That's what we got to do. So, yes, your dogs were team douche canoe. Yeah, there's a t-shirt that has that on it. So perfect. That might be coming your way if I can re-find it. Because that's what I do, dear listener. I see things, I hear things, and I see how beautifully like Legos they fit together with my nearest and dearest. And I Lego them up until I hear the click. Like your reset. Like your reset. You said reset. You wore reset. I feel that is my love language. Gift T-shirts? Giving. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, yeah, giving T-shirts, both. Giving is, yes. is my love language. Yes, yes. yes. I actually, I know this, and I saw something, I think it was on the New York Times, so you know where it really Embedded. was. Embedded, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love that. So, and it was just a short video, which is surprising because they don't always have those on. Yeah, those the are usually much Times. longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or banned in the United States. So, well, surprise, they danced through it too. Go ahead. <laughs> this, this, I'm not sure. I stumbled. I because I was at the airport. I probably was looking at things to inspire, and I've I've shifted my own algorithm accidentally. So now I'm getting a lot of TED talks and you know, breathe deeply, all this stupid shit. So, and one of them was saying that. The, you have two kinds of friends and two very close friends. And the reality is when it's time for you to move, your your friend can send you $500 and, you know, to help you or $5,000 to help you or your friend can drive over to your house and pick up boxes and carry them with you, right? And spend their time and spend their, he called it their non-redeemable love is that you investing your time and your effort and your energy with someone is, is not, not non-redeem, non-refundable, Right. There's no way that you can ever get that back. You're just investing in them in something that's pure love is what he was saying. Not to say that money is not love, but he said at the end of the day, when you are, when it's somebody's birthday, when it's both of their birthdays on the same day, you're going to remember the person who physically came to your place and helped you. And I guess that's, it stuck out to me because yeah, I get that. And not to say like, and I went to Portland, but what I'm getting at is, I am also kind of embarrassed that it took so long to go out to Portland because I didn't connect the dots with physically getting on a plane and going there and the energy of just, I am, I want to be in your space with you for you, like to use that moving analogy. And you did the same and we all do the same for each other. And we do it so often we lose sight of how big a deal that is. And I just want to do that more in my life everywhere all the time. I was really surprised in this group of women to hear all of them saying they're just casually in conversation as it came up, not peppering it in and we're not interviewing each other, that everyone has volunteering that they do and different kinds of volunteering and what they're working on and you know the things that are 
just because that's what good people do. Investing in your time and the fact that your time is punctuated with a t-shirt because you don't your time is wrapped up in the idea of this gift that was sourced perfectly and created perfectly and so customized. So you don't count my t-shirt as the friend who sent $500 to help you move as No, I don't. Count? Okay. No, I'm just, I don't. I'm I know where what my t-shirt that I send or my blender or my sticker or my mug whatever it is it's that I effort. send. It's an effort. It's an effort. Well, I know what that is to me. I was asking cuz I I don't send just money, but if I know that you are fucked, I might send you a, like you just had 27 inches of whatever, had surgery on your knee. I might send you matzo ball soup from Goldschlager, which is not the name of that's the place. That's the same as, that's the same as you moving a box. That's the same as you moving a box, right? That's well, not. from far away, right? I'm yes, not flying yes. there to help no, you do it. No, if you right? were there, you would, you Have would be. made soup. Uh, on the porch. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, yeah. Speaking of on the porch, it is one of my favorite things about this 50-year-old woman you went to visit that we all use Marco Polo, dear listener. We all have this app where we leave little snippet videos for each other, and we see it when we see it. That's the reason it's such a delight. How do you think your friend feels in Oregon that one, two, three, four, these five women with whom she is perpetually forever bonded came out to see where she sits on her porch rocks and uses her science equipment that we get to see on Marco Polo that all the little kids are like mommy is she in a chemistry class she's using she science sure equipment. is kids she that's sure a is. bong my kid friends that's a bong I'm asking you my my friends my listeners my dearest oh listeners reach out to one of those people in your life do it this week you don't have to send them a t-shirt but can you I don't even want to say send a text. Can you write a fucking letter? Would it kill you to write a letter? I bought a birthday card for my girlfriend and I gave her a gift here locally and I didn't fill out the card in time and I decided I'm going to fill out that card this week. Her birthday was last week and I'm going to send it so she gets something in the mail because thinking of someone and doing something kind, whether it's sending matzo ball soup to your brother who got COVID after three years of not getting COVID, or it is sending a birthday card a week late just to share a sentiment, it means so much. So do something. Do an act of kindness from a distance, something unexpected, something warm and wonderful. It makes such a difference. Do it. Do it, do it, do it. Let's go. I agree. All this and more. Agree. I super agree. Dear listener, thank you for turning up for us, for turning us on. We hope we turned you on a hint. We love that you are still listening or started listening or restarted listening after our labial discussion. Look, lips is great. Just get on it. <laughs> lips That's the way it's great. That's the way it's going to work. Okay. It's a good time. Lips is great. Also the name of this episode. <laughs> Wait, what did you call it? The walnut what? I think it's a lip walnut. But you lip know, it's, it's, always, it's always at the end. It's always at the end. Something An like internal this lip down. walnut. Um, in case you were wondering, uh, it solved itself. Uh, a little, inter, little interference with Melissa. But all right. I, I, one of my four is all cured up. And I got maybe two of my four. Half of my ailments are cured up. The other two I thought are... you were talking about your lips. And I was like, still with the no. maternal and the externals? No. Nope. That's not the names for the lips. The, <laughs> ma the maternal menorah? What's it fucking called? I got to get off the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we love you guys. Bye. <laughs>
Hey, ho, ho. Hee hee. Ha ha.